Hello. Hi. All right. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, we have to be honest that we started talking and then Yes, stopped. sometimes this podcast, having a time of day once a week that you're going to like record something profound right. can be challenging. Yeah, and sometimes I think that there's pressure to make it profound. At least oh, I feel I, like you know, I don't okay. want to waste people's time. I'm not, Chris, I'm just saying like, if people are listening, I want it to be valuable. Right. And then there's the consideration of like, I'm not just talking about our personal life. No. I do think sometimes that is valuable for people to hear I agree. other people's struggles, trials and tribulations. They certainly take away from that. There are some concepts that you have developed that I'm also not as familiar with. So today is one of those examples. Yeah. We're going to talk about this concept of you've talked in the past about the student um, the old guard and the hoarder and the hoarder. Yeah. Those are relative to like kind of learning and how you kind of receive information and how right. your mindset is in terms of that. Today we're talking about three different per characters. Yeah. More so as it relates to like how you deal with situations, challenges in your life. Yeah. Kind Those, of how you interact with a dynamic external environment or your life which includes other people work like relate like obviously like relationships so basically life i mean how you let's just throw a bunch of things out there if i want to yeah. like lose weight or get fitter or how i when i go to work every day if i have yeah i mean as i get into it i i don't know if like just general life is the case but when there's something that you're kind of involved when involved in that is like a little bit more dynamic and like responds adversity? to you. Yeah, adversity can be in there. Um, it's just taking a complex environment and a dynamic environment and looking at how you interact with it on a human level, on a personal kind of okay. playing field, if you will. So maybe it helps to identify the three... Yeah, so, so if we think are. about if we think about this being there's three characters. Okay. There's the cynic, mm -hmm. the cheerleader, mm -hmm. and the coach. And I guess I'll just kind of briefly yeah, explain, explain each, each of them. So the cynic is the person who never trusts anything, always thinks or most of the time, thinks that people's motives are disingenuine, mm -hmm. that they're probably out to sell something or uh, elevate themselves over others. So again, this is part of the environment, the other people mm -hmm. environment. And like, there's got to be some trick, some catch, some... Okay. Something right, a cynic who finds questions things, yeah, and not just questions things, but like has a totally yeah. negative filter that they see others through. So that's just you know, kind of part of being cynical, okay? So, like, if I a really simple example, if I'm like, hey, do you want to if I like ask you to do something, and you're like, well. 
why are you doing that? Is that because like you want something later or like you want to, yeah, you I want think your, you want your way. So now you're trying to, yeah. So if you were to say, or, Hey, Bill, you should go skydiving this weekend. The cynic would be like, right. She wants me to go skydiving so that I next weekend she can do this other thing that I kind of said. Skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So like, there's always this. There's a highly manipulative. The cynic is exhausting. Yeah. The cynic re- re- refreshes him or herself mm-hmm. by being more cynical. That's the sick thing too. Well, and it sounds like there's also a lot of projection in there. It's hard for people. So like if you were that person, if you were operating as a cynic, it would be like almost impossible for me to suggest anything or do anything because like every time I do, I'm in a corner. Yeah, like exactly. putting other people into like an impossible position. You're putting other people into an impossible position, but what I think is it's also because you find yourself in an impossible position with yourself. Your back is against the mm-hmm. wall. And so everything is a threat. The only thing you know is to fight because you feel like other people are oppressing you. So mm-hmm. in return, you you need to frame yeah. it in a way that... Um, yeah, you have to turn flip the script. Yeah. yeah. And so there's tons of judgment in there. Yeah, there's... so let's keep it... Let's just do an overview of all yeah. of them and then get So, that's the, so that's the cynic. So... You know, if you think about times of being cynical, right, and what that means. Then there's the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And the cheerleader is sort Whenever of... You, when you describe this, I picture like... Oh, my God. This isn't like fair, but like people who only put out gifs, gifs, whatever they are. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Like everything's a little yeah but some of those things are funny okay but you know what i mean like everything's a meme and you're like oh my god like yes uh, like it's just so surface yeah so the cheerleader is um so what do cheerleaders do cheerleaders just yeah encourage you and say good job and they cheer and they rant but let's just take let's take let's take football for example Mm mm-hmm if you're losing 49 to nothing at halftime, um, you're that's probably, right. yeah, that's bad. You're probably going to lose that game. In fact, you're definitely going to lose that game because the other team is just going to not mercy kill you, essentially. Mm-hmm. The cheerleaders after halftime are going to come out and continue to cheer. Yeah, they're still going to cheer and they're going to say, come on, you can do it, rah, rah, this and that. And they have not looked at the scoreboard mm-hmm. or they have not looked at the field and they have not seen the reality of the situation, which is just, hey, you're just unmatched. Now, you can still try. Of course, that's great. But like the job of the cheerleader is just to kind of cheer. It's very surface. Yeah. It's it's not actually constructive. Mm-hmm. The cheerleader is from in real life then is somebody who... Um, keeps their head in the sand and just says it'll it'll all work out it'll be fine it'll be okay the wishful thinking the silver lining mm-hmm. without having the constructive or the critical eye towards hey what's going on here the cheerleader often refuses to look within and see like okay there's shit within me i need to address okay 
And so then, but that's not happening. So what's, what's made up for as like an overcompensation is just everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's there's some denial or repression. Denial, right? unwillingness to be realistic and to mm-hmm. see, um, but just this kind of surface constant saying of, you yeah. know, positivity. Yeah. And I don't mean Bumper to say like, sticker stuff. yeah, a bit much, yeah. a bit much like slapstick advice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's actually some, apparently there's some YouTube celebrity, I guess, that's talking about how he has found the cure for anxiety now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just the same kind of slapstick quick quips of advice like just you just you create it man you just gotta relax it's like fuck off you know what i mean like anyway um what's unfortunate is that that does sometimes cast the ability to be optimistic in a negative light if you overdo it and Mm -hmm. if you're not if you don't dose it with an appropriate level of realistic awareness yeah a little bit Okay. So, so that's the cheerleader. So they're sort of they're sort of on opposing ends a little mm-hmm. bit, the cynic and the cheerleader. You know, one focuses only on what's wrong or mm-hmm. the negative, and the other is just like overly positive and potentially completely unrealistic. Right. And then there's the coach. And the coach might actually seem like a bit boring mm-hmm. when compared to the cynic and the cheerleader. Um, but the coach is a role that I think we can all owe it to ourselves to to play in our in our lives. And the coach um, fundamentally understands that whatever opponent there is, yes, the goal in whatever athletic endeavor is to beat the opponent or to score higher than others. And the coach's job is to facilitate how to best extract talent and performance and potential out of people. But the coach does not perform for the athletes. Like Mm -hmm. the coach is limited to the sideline. The coach also understands that within every opponent, there is a incredible opportunity to learn. Even if you're down 49 to zero, or even if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, winning, like you can find a way to learn from whatever these things that you engage with in let's say an adversarial type relationship. Mm -hmm. The coach fundamentally understands that practice and consistency are, are, are are critical to whatever sort of progress there is. And that talent only goes so far that it has to be the best combine it with an incredible work ethic. And there's an honesty about how you did, how you didn't do what you do well, what you can improve. Mm -hmm. And so the coach kind of has the ability to zoom out a bit and look at the system as a whole. If it's a team sport, Mm -hmm. you know, you might have one great person on the team or you might have, you know, 10 average folks or whatever, but like looking at, okay, what do we have here? What's, Mm -hmm. what's the, what's the disposition, the makeup of this individual or of this organization or unit or team or whatever look like? Yeah. I mean, so obviously the coach, it's like, well, that's like a best case scenario. I mean, that's like, Amazing to be able to have all that perspective. But do you see these three things as obviously somebody's not just always one or just always other? You feel like. So I feel like these are 
if you've never been the cynic, if you're like, I've never been the cynic before, potentially you're a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. If you've never, if you're like, I've never been a cheerleader before, potentially you're, you're the cynic. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, no, I'm always the coach. I'm not so sure about that mm-hmm. because everybody, what, what's, what I think is universal to these, and this is both, you know, personally as well as working with people. It's not a, it's not the, it's not the color of your skin. Like it changes daily. It can change in different situations. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's a blanket application for everything where you're like, look, this is what you were genetically right, given right, right. and that's what this you've got. So in certain situations, mm-hmm. it's going to, you can play different roles. And so what I see is from um, an exhaustion standpoint and from a burnout standpoint and, and frankly from just not improving like mental and emotional fitness standpoint is these two characters are, it is exhausting to always find the negative or the hook or the agenda and it is exhausting to always feel like you have to put on the smile and mm-hmm. put on the good face and just, you know, all right, we're doing it. And, and it's like some, you know, so where I think that the coach then is the, is that sort of sage soul who can say, all right, I recognize now that I have a cynic on my team or I recognize mm-hmm. now that I have a cheerleader. How can I? But you're saying within yourself. When you're talking about the coach. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. But within yourself, meaning on your team. So there's a part of that, what what you're doing there, if you view yourself, quote, as your team, mm-hmm. um, you're stepping away a little bit, you're mm-hmm. detaching yourself a little bit, and you're sort of trying to get some ob- um, some ob- a, a position of being objective right. as much as you can. So when we first started recording the first time, something you said about this was, it's the value of this, so like the so what. Yeah. There's some of the like naming. So yeah. just like you can name, you know, the person you were and like starting to look at like who you want to be, the Mike versus John stuff. This is like providing a name on this. So like right now I'm being the cynic. Yeah. So that it can, because the so what of this is like, okay, great. So I'm like always the cynic. Mm-hmm. Great. Identified that. So what? Well, it's like now being able to identify that catching yourself in a situation where you're like seeing that object objectively like i'm being a cynic how can i how can like the coach in me be a little bit um like step up here and and yeah i mean i guess the first question would be like do you want to play the role of the cynic Mm -hmm. i would generally say that the cynic is i would i would judge the cynic as being um a drain on your energy on people's interaction with you, mm-hmm. desire to be around, like the cynic. Well, it's just negative. The reason it's, it's so also negative. not the critic, because you can be critical, mm-hmm. but the reason it's not the critic is because the critic also provides good reviews sometimes, like 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 food critics, right? The cynic though always finds it's wrong, and frankly, it's exhausting to be around. But so when you talk about like the cynic being someone that's always defensive and they're back again, like, cause their back is, they put themselves in that position. Like what, what does that look like? Cause I mean, I think everybody understands like being cynical, but then like we had started talking about like judgment, like that, that the cynic is kind of judgmental. Like how does that play into that? 
Because the cynic refuses to see the good in someone's actions. Because they're always looking for the what's their agenda. Yeah, what's their agenda? And mm-hmm. often um, what I've seen is that the cynic, the cynic, like I said, views everyone else as the problem. Mm-hmm. And everything else is bad and has not. And that is just a projection of the shit going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, judgment is, is huge in the cynic. There's also that element of being, if you're the cynic to others, you're, you're, you're projecting what you are also doing to yourself. Right, so you're you judging. Yeah. So you have this in uh, inability to really actually accept who you are. Mm-hmm. The cynic, like, like there's there's very very little acceptance with the cynic, and so for people that, um, and I've been the cynic. Uh, I mean, I'll be the first mm-hmm. to admit I've definitely been the cynic, and it's it doesn't it's not good. You know, it, it's exhausting. It's mm-hmm. not fun to be around. It's, you know, just it takes its toll. Well, sure. I mean, when someone's always anything you try to throw out there, there's always a no. I mean, every answer is no. That's there's no possibility. There's no options. Yeah, there's, there's no, no there's no hope. It's just right. Nothing. There's very little creativity. There's very little um, curiosity. There's this immediate, like, you know, like, you know, also that so-and-so's out to get you or trying to screw you over. There's no trust. Those are all very catabolic things that rot you away on the inside. If you're unable to see and accept the goodness in something mm-hmm. and, and just have it be goodness, mm-hmm. that's like yeah. So what do you exhausting. feel like? So moving away from that, what... How does that happen? So you recognize you're that. It's not just as simple as like, oh, shit, I'm being the cynic. Let me just fix that. So what was your experience of... Because I would, you know, I feel like you've made huge progress in taking on more of the coach character. Yeah. But what did that take, do you think? Um, I always sort of... When I, when I think about my experience, I pictured myself just like holstering my weapon and that not to sound too like you know whatever guy Mm -hmm. but like why i bring that is because it's like the awareness then of holy crap man like in your hand now is your weapon and there's no threat Mm -hmm. so put it away just just the ability to disarm yourself right now if you're in a scenario where you need to survive or your guard is up or whatever like yeah of course like i i I'm not saying just go through life as if it's, you know, like just, oh, this is all great. Nothing's going to happen to sure. me. Like, that's not what I'm not saying. Being but ignorant. Yeah, but recognizing like, man, am I, am I attacking other people or, or uh, getting like fired up in a negative way about situations or environments that I really don't have, that I really don't know? And think I know. Sure. So what though, like, that's fine, the awareness of that, but it was just practice then? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's one, it's taking a deep, hard look at yourself and saying, like, mm-hmm. I'm being the cynic right now. Right. Do I want to be cynical? Do I enjoy what this feels like? Is it how much, I mean, how much energy are, am I spending right. being this way? And then it's like connecting to how do you feel when you are being cynical? Right. Um. And look, if, if you want to continue and carry on, like, of course, that, hey, it's no judgment. I, I don't it's your life but i can tell you and and especially people that then recognize that and and disarm themselves then we can work forward on the process of being like you just you really have to let go mm-hmm. and that's that's a big thing and letting go is not denying it's recognizing all right i am having these thoughts feelings actions and i need to re- like be aware of them and let them and kind of let them pass um, because denial of just, just trying to deny and ignore is only going to, it, it, that's for, for, for me, that's not an effective strategy. Um, and so letting go is certainly a, uh, a part of it. Now you can take a positive spin on that too and find things to be appreciative for. I think this is where gratitude is, is like the medicine of the cynic mm-hmm. as well but you but it has to be like it has to be consistent and and it has to be something that you really kind of search for mm-hmm. and, and and connect with um you know and, and 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 that's like a big thing but yeah i mean identifying it first letting go like disarming mm-hmm. finding some gratitude um not liking in yourself how it feels and then saying like i will take the i will take the role and then that's where you sort of switch to the coach's standpoint with yourself and you understand that okay the coach's job like in practice you're going to make mistakes you're going to learn when you have a coaching relationship be that life coach business coach sports coach whatever it might be that's where the fundamental understanding that part of the coach's job is to guide you through things that you're not that good at right now because Mm -hmm. it's for something else when you get beat the best coaches always look at that as learning things hey what did we what did we what did we do well here what did we where did we um underperform what do we need to get better at you know if you are completely outclassed then you have a model example of what a high class team looks like and not to say you're going to copycat them, but like you can then pick one thing and be like, wow, that team moved with speed. Their communication was on point, whatever it might be um, in, in, in applying that to the, to the cynic. So, okay. So then the cheerleader, what do you see some of the flaws? Like what would talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So the cheerleader is, somebody who um, is very, very good at rationalizing mm-hmm. and hides behind the rationalization. So and is the cynic more on the emotional side or not necessarily? Is the cynic well, more... Well, if you're saying that like the cheerleader is really good about rationalizing, would you categorize or is it not really? Uh, I don't know. I'm okay, not... so the, the cheerleader's... By rationalizing, I mean like making up excuses for th- why things are okay when perhaps they're not. 
Like, just to keep it positive? Yeah, just to keep it this pseudo-positivity. Mm-hmm. And so the cheerleader, there's a, there's a, there's a lack of awareness mm-hmm. and purposeful awareness to be like, okay, what, what's going on here? Like, seriously, what is going on here? Put the pom-poms down. Stop cheering. It's not, not forever, but like in this moment, mm-hmm. you know, connect with yourself and say, like, what is going on? Because if there's signs that you have within yourself, then like whatever, whatever those are, there's going to be different for everybody. But like, don't just kind of hammer through and push through So it's not per necessarily se. being positive all the time. I mean, I think no. not being like cheering and like everything's going to be great. It's not about like the positivity. It's more so not acknowledging It's It's, it's willful it's just, ignorance yeah. is what it is. But it's also like I need to stay positive. It's, it's essentially the form of positivity over the essence of it. Mm, just keep going. Just keep going. Everything's going to be okay. We're just going to do it, do it, do it. When it's like, but that might be further digging that might be contributing to this issue Mm -hmm. and not getting you further away from resolution if you keep ignoring things i'm just gonna ignore it i'm just gonna ignore it i'm just gonna ignore it it's all good it's all good that's what i mean by like the rationalizing like when you ask somebody like how's it going hey man it's going good it's going good it's like bullshit if it's not going good it's not going good now i understand that like to a stranger with a throwaway small talk you might not launch into whatever you have going on and Mm -hmm. it's not always to say that there's some bad thing going on this isn't all about negativity but like generally speaking if in your dynamic environment that you're involved in there's room for growth or something that you want to improve upon that's kind of what we're what we're saying so yeah so for the cheerleader like check the scoreboard every now and then Mm -hmm. look at how you're playing and the beautiful thing is, is like those are also going to have feelings associated with them, sensations. Like there's going to be also that like, you know, that moment before you have to put on the the fake stuff that like. Uh, but would you say there's numbness associated with those people? Sometimes, sort of sure. Like turning off because you can continue to like cheer and just pretend things aren't happening the way you do that is just to numb things out yeah that's yeah so coping comes into play Mm -hmm. with that Um, i mean coping mechanisms come into play with both of them and you know the cynic is going to cope via attacking others Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to make them kind of feel something the cheerleader yeah coping by way of numbing or um you know uh, intentionally not looking at areas right. that they want to look at, you know? And so the, when you think about what a cheerleader does is it's not quite construct, it's not really constructive. Yeah. And so from a, how to improve standpoint, I think the, or how to bring the coach online then with the cheerleader, it's like, look, I love your positivity, love your mm-hmm. energy. It's that's, an, that's something that more of us can benefit from. But let's also direct it towards like, what are we, what, how can we be constructive? What do, what is this situation going on here? You know? Yeah. Oh, it sounds like with the cynics, some of the stuff you've talked about, one of the tactics, not tactics, but tools that would help the cynic is like to be curious. So like, instead of just having the immediate 
reaction about like the assumption that like this person's out to get me it's like pausing for a moment to be curious about like the situation or the circumstances versus just having the reaction and then yeah you know i mean obviously off the top of my head i for for me like i'm probably more in the cheerleader category but i think about certain individuals or people in our lives like you start to look at people through those lenses and um you know yeah it's you can start to identify like where people you can start to see patterns and i think that i'm i think i would recommend because and i struggle with this too and i think over in the recently i've been doing a better job of this just self-visualization in terms of i'm not judging I'm just looking to recognize patterns. Mm-hmm. And when you do see like the pattern then of the cynic is for something that look that, that can be nice is like kind of what's wrong with it mm-hmm. or this, this other agenda that cannot be trusted. And you're really just robbing yourself of experiencing joy mm-hmm. on the cheerleader. Like, when people don't talk about things that need to be mm-hmm. talked about, you know, and, and if we look at patterns for that, where if there's uncomfortable conversations, well, everything just feels that like, are avoided, sure. but everything for both of them is just like one note, different notes, but the cynic yeah. and the cheerleader, everything's just like, yeah, the same. And I, I would definitely, when you describe the cheerleader, that's why I said it's like not necessarily positive. Cause I think I've definitely been more in that category than the cynic. Because it's like, just keep going and kind of just choosing to not look at certain things, but continuing just the forward progress and like, I'm making yeah. progress. As I think it's also that the dis- you're rationalizing like you are making progress and it's like, but you're not really making progress. It's a false sense of progress because you're not necessarily looking at things. So I think it is interesting, like, yes, not getting too caught up in like it being about positivity necessarily, but just getting good at um yeah not being not having the awareness just marching on head down like here we go yeah and and i think it's not all positivity although what's you know right so for the cheerleader there's a there's there's a gross lack of awareness Mm -hmm. there's a denial of looking at perhaps the reality of the situation you know, for example, if if like you're falling behind on your bills, mm-hmm. those are things that you need to probably pay attention to, right, right. and 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 have like a no shit conversation mm-hmm. or look at things and 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 action it. And that's where the coach is like, come on, hey, what can we do to, you know, get some get some expenses off right. our plate or you know whatever. Um. So with the cheerleader, I think that what's important to remember is. That is equally as exhausting, you know, and anybody yeah. that's just kind of like, you know, we used to say like hope is not a method. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where that's. Sure. Well, it's exhausting while you're doing it. But then what you're also doing is building up. You're sort of digging yourself a hole. I feel like the cheerleader because yeah. there's a lot of repression or not just ignoring closing the a lot of denial yeah a lot of a lot of denial at some point it's going to be exhausting when 
you can't do that anymore. Now you have to look at everything. Right. Because it's still, it's accumulating. Right. You're just choosing not to right. acknowledge it. So this is then where I think the coach then can step into and look at just as they, as you bring the coaches, your own coach's mm-hmm. mind online. Um, a coach will light you up mm-hmm. if you continue to make the wrong things. Like if you're not learning, mm-hmm. you know, so a coach will be critical yeah. of your performance and, and how you show up and all that kind of a thing. So it's not to say that the coach is going to be the cynic, mm-hmm. but the coach is going to have that like honesty. Mm-hmm. A coach is also going to recognize and celebrate when you do something well. And the best coaches are going to not the fact that you played really well or you had a great game, but that you worked hard to improve mm-hmm. to get to, to, to afford yourself the opportunity to then express it in that game. So there's been, and I'll just say like, I've been on teams, I've had coaches where we'll win, we've won, you know, let's just say four nothing, which is like pretty much a blowout. And they're great. And it's like, oh, you guys did awesome. It's like, yeah, but we didn't though. We played like crap, kind of did this and that. So it's not just being celebrating the outcome, obviously, but being like, look, it could be a loss. The coach can celebrate what went into that. What went into the, 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 the work of the process. Yeah, I think this is where, like, I understand the metaphor. But sometimes, like, bringing it back to, like, so in a real-life scenario. Mm-hmm. So what's so, important to you? So let, let's just look at, okay. Well, so let's look at you. Yeah, I, I was going to. Oh, okay. But I was trying to come up with, like, a specific, just saying, like, what's important to me. That's kind of, but, like. What's something you're working on? But so, okay, so we're talking about the context of the cheerleader. Like, there's a lot happening right now in our life. There's some things we're not, we don't know the outcome's going to be. There's things we're working on building. There's some moving pieces. Mm -hmm. There's some decisions that need to get made that it's like there's a lot of things in both columns, both check plus and check minus. Like, okay. So a default being the cheerleader would be like just kind of not looking at those things choosing to sort of like, like what, just though? keep going like what if you want to talk about it give me an example i don't really think i want to oh because you were saying personal. real life yeah i'm just saying like i'm just trying to still keep it relative but not like so what's something personal. in the past that you've generally default? You said you, you sort of default to a cheerleader. Right. So, okay. So there's a lot of like, okay, I take on a lot of roles in our life. Yeah. I have in the past. We'll ignore the fact that, yes, you've been, I feel like contributing a lot and helping with cooking and those kinds of things. I feel like I do the cooking. I, we don't have a cleaning um that's correct. We're capable Personally of cleaning. More. So we are we are cleaning. Yeah. Okay. So like the cleaning, there's the gym. Like there's some roles that I feel like I overwhelm myself with some of these roles. Like there's a lot of those things. So like it's fine. There's nothing objectively wrong with those things or if I put it on paper. But if I kind of don't, if I just kind of keep going and like I sense that, okay, I need help or I probably need to like ask for help or get whatever or, or maybe take a break or 
and I don't do that, it's the cheerleader. It's just like, yep, it's going to be fine. I'll just keep going. And Mm -hmm. yep. And then all of a sudden what the problem is, it's not fine. Things all come to a head and then it's exhausting. Yeah. The game ends at some point and you realize, oh shit, we got blown out. And now there's in real life, it's, I've done all this stuff and there's resentment or not feeling appreciated or things kind of don't go the way you maybe would like or thought they would. And all the way there was signs to show you that they weren't going to. Right. So for me, the coach in me would, would be looking at like when maybe trying to get to a place before things go wrong to say like, Hey, the coach me would say like, maybe you need to. Yeah. Like maybe like something like, look, it's really admirable that you, that you do put on all these hats that and don't really think twice about it because you want to contribute Mm -hmm. and whatever that you know whatever that is um one like how is that going Mm -hmm. what do you do you because if there's no if it's just like yeah no i love it it's great then like okay it's not just the fact that you're doing a million things so checking in with how those are going or what are you what are the signs what are the sensations what are the thoughts what are the emotions when you're playing mom cook wife business owner friend you know whatever it might be and if it's like right there's this one spot that like let's just say the cooking because that's been kind of a recent one where it's just like i'm i'm just tired of always having the cooking so then, like, you have to, instead of just being like, but it's fine, like, I like the cooking, and mm-hmm. I cook really healthy, right. and which the kids, is the which is the rationalization, mm-hmm. right? It's fine. You know, it's all good. It's fine. It's like, the, the, the cheerleader is, the, is rationalizing that and ignoring the sign, as well as denying someone else the ability to help. Mm-hmm. But you can't look only at, this isn't like, how are you going to coach Bill to help cook no, more? No, no, I understand. But within you, it would be, and it's kind of, and this is sort of what we've worked on, except just not under the guise of the cynic cheerleader and the coach is like recognizing that that side is like, look, I'm, I feel like I, I feel like I am constantly cooking, going to the store. It's overwhelming. It's tiring. I, I love cooking. I enjoy cooking. I really do. But it's also like getting to the point where I'm like, ugh, I just dread it and I hate it. Well then within you, what can then you do Mm -hmm. to like, actually maybe share that and then involve others Mm -hmm. because what's going to happen then is it's going to be i'm going to be the adversary not the ally Mm -hmm. and it's going to go from cheerleader swinging over to cynic and it's going to be like yeah he's over there just you know whatever reading or working or whatever not helping doesn't want to help and takes me for granted and then you see where that negative loop just goes down and down and down and down and so the thing about the cynic and the cheerleader is kind of like a pendulum and the coach, if you think about, whatever, I'm not going to use more metaphors. I hate when I use metaphors. But the, the cynic and the cheerleader can swing mm-hmm. and flip back and forth, creating this just vicious downward spiral right. where the coach is like then the person that has to come in and be like, look, okay, one, either we're spiraling. <laughs> like if you know right, you're spiraling right. um, and, and look to check in with within yourself because this is applied to yourself. Right. If, if you can... Try to become your own coach. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be any replacement for an external coach, an mm-hmm. objective coach, a real, a good coach. 
but within you, if you can apply that coach's hat and play the role of the coach, understanding the job of the coach is not just to solve the problem, but to... But to... The old Amazon delivery. But to empower... But to empower his or her people... Oh, my God. Okay. Just pause it. Okay, now we're back. Um, to empower her. So to, to, to empower his or her people, right. given the reality of the situation, you know, yeah. and, and then and being okay with that as well, knowing that, look, and this is something that we've kind of done, is that anyway, so the coach knows too that practices are super important. Mm-hmm. And so for our own life, if we can look at that and be like, with the cooking example. Practicing asking for help. Yeah, practicing asking for help. Practicing perhaps saying like, I'm going to be the coach of my own thing and involve you. But also then, you know, when there are others in play, like. So what happens when I'm a coach and you're a cynic, or I'm a cheerleader and you're a cynic? What? I don't know, the universe as a whole tear in it? No, but I mean for people to understand the interaction is like if we can all move towards, with a lot of this stuff, it is the awareness, being able to be aware of how you're being. Some of that is like for sure like when people are going to say, well, how do you start doing that? I guess some of the stuff is like there's, there's, and I don't like to be, you know, obviously dogmatic or absolute. Um, but we, this world does not need more cynics. Mm -hmm. I think we can agree to that. And I will say this area is super cynical and I, well, yeah, but there's also a lot of cheerleaders. Well, sure. And that's another side. Yeah. There are, there are youths. There's a youth suicide problem. And yet all we're fucking doing is putting more pressure on on kids to get into college before they're in seventh grade. The sports schedules are insane. Look, your kid's not going to get a full ride. But where do you see that falling? What do you mean? What category? What? what, I mean, I see that more as the cheerleader. Yeah, agreed. Everybody's just, everything's fine. Everybody's fine. Yeah, of course. There was no problem. Yeah. The kids are fine. They can handle it. And yeah. And it's no, everybody has their head in the sand. Yeah, and what's really uncomfortable about that is um, you don't know, obviously, someone else's like story or situation mm-hmm. or what's going on. But if you were to think about ignoring the signals, not dealing with the small little things, with compassion, and as a coach. Mm-hmm. Where you also understand that, look, it might not, we it's not going to guarantee success. You can be a great coach, and it doesn't mean you're going to never lose. But it's also that pursuit of the improvement and the practice and the figuring out, be like, all right, we're getting better, and celebrating the process mm-hmm. within yourself, too, of whatever it is you're, you know, you're kind of working on, or within your family unit, right. or whatever that might be. And so, 
you know, on the one hand, the cynic of, look, you just, politics right now are a great example. The entire country is cynical. Mm -hmm. If you're not pretty much like vehemently on one side or the other. If you're whatever, you're just kind of, I'm not going to say you're the cheerleader that. You're just, that's just, you're going to just be an, an echo. Mm-hmm. No, maybe I'm in, maybe, and maybe this is a judgment. Maybe I'm off base, but like, it's a circus. And can we really trust what people are saying? Right. I don't know. Like, for me, how do you, I'm a cynic when it comes to politics and politicians. 100%. Now, letting go of that, man, I don't know. Is that just giving in or giving up? Sure. I don't know. Try to form my own opinions. Try to research. Try to read. Let go of trying to also like let go of how that how that just seeps into everything else. And then, of course, you know, with with other things like pressures and on, on kids these days and whatnot. Um, yeah, like the fact that the fact that. Sixth, seventh, eighth graders, high schoolers are being dosed with medication because they're because they're riddled with anxiety because they feel this unrelievable pressure. Well, right, and the medication is its own cheerleader. That's its, it's own. Like, that's yeah, and that's its own like thing. Just numb everything. But like, what is what the fuck is going on? Is really like what the cheerleader needs to mm-hmm. actually ask sometimes. Yeah. And if it's just like, no, but things are good, you know, and, and like we hear it all the time. Um, and But we see that even not to get down this thing, but even what's funny about the coach role, we've seen plenty of coaches in kids sports who aren't. They're not coaches. Coaching. Listen, so it doesn't matter the coach, really. the coach is a human. Mm-hmm. It is not a position. Yeah. Just like a leader. You can be in a leadership position and not be a leader. Right. But that's, Plenty I of think, those to the point of some of the questions that have come up or things that have come up with kids or parenting or it's it is definitely harder to be the coach sometimes. Yeah, of course, because on one hand, and you gotta stop and yeah, and you gotta light that ass up and, sometimes and be like, look, that is like unacceptable. Right. I think the challenge is obviously going to be, you know, the you're not attacking the human being. Mm-hmm. Saying that you're a terrible person, but it's that way that you operated is not in line with whatever. And so, you know, the coach does have to stand firm and, 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 and be honest. And the coach also has to have compassion and celebrate things. If you're just a hard ass, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get out of people their best. People are at some point going to turn off and different people are going to have different thresholds. You know, and and within that, as a coach, and this is, I haven't even really gone into this, but like, there are multiple hats you have to wear as a coach. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You have to address your coaching philosophy and mindset based upon the person you're coaching. So if it is yourself as well, in you have to recognize that in different situations, yes, you're going to be like a different person. You're not going to operate the the same. In every single situation, um, but we, like that's and that's kind of a big thing with the the practice is one of the weeks is developing an internal standard, 
And when we think about a standard, we often think about it's measurable, it's observable, it's like based on how did it go and like, hey, you didn't, you met or you didn't meet the standard. Yes, of course, there's utility and value to that. But with an internal standard, those values and attributes that you do want to express, those can be constant, but the actual way in which those come out is going to depend based on the dynamic environment based upon what's either challenging you. Like sometimes some folks like the ability to celebrate something you did well Mm -hmm. is really fucking hard for some people, but my God, can they find what they did wrong easily? And they're very good at it. Okay. So we can see now how this, how, how that kind of can present itself. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, I think it's helpful just giving the framework. Like I said, one of the things that's been really valuable is um, yeah, just seeing these things as concepts. You can like just take a look at take a look at it. Okay, what's happening? And okay, if I look at this through that um, lens, like that's just to step back a little bit, like you said, and get some objectivity. So I think yeah, and it's, it's not a and like I said, it's not a blanket thing. Mm-hmm. You're not. I mean, maybe, maybe you are. Right, but like in but this like, situation, how am I being? Oh, I'm being the cheerleader. I'm choosing right. to put my head in the sand. Oh, right. In this situation, I'm really being super cynical. So, right. and then just having the coach come online as even just just the fact that you're even asking that or recognizing it, the coach has, has come online because yeah. it is now saying like, how can we look at this? And I think that's yeah. Really and for both of them, tool. there's and for both of them, there's always going to be. Um, What's another way we can look at this? Right. Right. That's the curiosity that you're speaking about. Um, and continuing to ask, like, how does it feel to be the cynic? Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And that's uh, how it does it feel to feeling like to be that? Yeah. What are you feeling? Are you feeling nothing? Can that kind of help guide you? And yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think you know, and, and I think there was just only one other thing that I was thinking about that I don't know if, but like when it comes to practice mm-hmm. and cooking, let's just say, like it might be for me. So you're like an expert cook, chef. I'm not. If, if you're being a coach mm-hmm. with yourself because the cooking is something that's important to you. Now, I'm just kind of like, whatever, I'm, I'm out there. Within yourself, with the cooking, like, do you have the ability to recognize, okay, this type of practice right now is so elementary to where I'm at, but the bigger picture is to... Right, you mean like me asking you to cook, it's not going to be the same food I'm cooking. Me, You asking me to cook is not about me cooking. Yeah, yeah I was trying to get to that. So like me asking you to cook, because the challenge is... Now you have to go to the store. There's a whole, like you kind of have to step back before you can step forward a little bit. Exactly. Because what ends up happening is like, it's just easier for me to do it. Right. I already know what's at the store. I don't have to go through a million questions. I know how to do the cooking, but that short term, like it's fine. It'll be fine. The bigger picture is it's not going to be fine. Which is, which is more, which do I want the outcome to be me being resentful of you? Or like it taking a little bit longer so that you get an idea of like, okay, now I have these few things I know how to cook. I know what the ingredients are. You know, sure, one might 
take a little bit longer, but the outcome's going to be much more positive. Right, because if it was about, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I think that that's where in, so in looking at that. It's not being an immediate thing. No, not being an immediate thing. And also being able to be like, all right, like, for example, last night, like we, we cooked it together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and having within yourself too the ability and that sort of presence and, and frankly appreciation are just so incredible mm-hmm. because it's like you're involved in the exact solution that you're trying to to help and, and improve right. within yourself. And it, it's not about me necessarily, but about you being like, can you then in that moment be like, all right, this is great. Like I am, I recognize something within myself that was giving me, that was not serving me, that was taking away from whatever yeah. that was, I wanted to improve upon. I had the awareness to say, I'm, this is thing and the courage to action it and involving others is always going to be a very powerful way. Right. And did that. And now we're in this situation. This is the present thing where like I'm asking you about cutting up herbs and stuff or or whatever it might be. And like that's the solution. The end product might not be presented right now. Mm -hmm. Like like I'm not cooking four nights a week. Right. But you're in the actual solution. Can you see it? The process is the solution. But can you see it? Mm Mm-hmm. And the coach, like, that's where the coach can be, like, can watch their the players. And the players, in this case, are is obviously you. Mm-hmm. Like, train and get better in that real time. They see that. They see the way that they carry themselves. They see that the way they think, the but how they move, how they don't move, all of that. Like, that's the real, that's the solution. The solution yeah. is what you're involved in. Because otherwise, I could just order pizza and right. you're not cooking anymore. Right. Right. It's like, hey, look, right. it's not I took care that. of dinner. It's like, but it's fucking not about you yeah. taking care of dinner. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of that. So that, uh, about wraps it up, I think. All right. So. Good. Yeah. The cynic, cheerleader, and the coach. We'll be back. We'll be back. We have, what do we have going on? Not much. Well, we have a lot, but nothing One of like these episodes. We're getting closer. Yeah, we're getting close. Um, all right, then that's about it. Yeah. If you have any questions, um, not this episode, but maybe next one, we'll save for some questions at yeah. the end. So if you have them, shoot them over. We'll collect them. And uh, otherwise, that's it. So hope you enjoy. Let us know what you think.